94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. We are very honored this morning to have on the phone from Washington, D.C., Hawaii's U.S. Senator Maisie Hirono. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Aloha, everybody. Oh, thank you so Stay much. Safe. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a timely reminder. Um, we were actually just reporting this morning about that deal that was just reached on that coronavirus aid bill. This, I think this is the fourth one. Is that correct? And We're and, calling it COVID 3.5 because of COVID 4, we're going to need to work on. Uh, but we're calling this 3.5. <laughs> okay, so more to come, I guess, basically. Can you clue us in uh, more, on... More has to come. Yeah, yeah. Can you clue us in on kind of like what's, what there is to expect, what folks can expect from this one? One of the biggest things about COVID 3.5 is the $310 billion that we put into the, the Paycheck Protection. I know that there are a lot of small businesses in Hawaii who did not get uh, their... Um, hands on any of the, the original $350 billion. Mm. although I think some 11,000 small businesses in Hawaii did get some of that money, thank goodness. But what we need to put, what we needed to put into COVID 3.5 were parameters so, so that what you and I would consider small businesses, these would be the mom and pops, that they're the ones that would have at least, you know, a, a shot at getting this money. So mm-hmm. we set aside $60 billion of the $310 billion to go to community lenders. And these are the folks who are uh, the ones who are lending in much smaller amounts than, you know, 200,000 200, loans, that, that kind of uh, level of lending. So that's one of the biggest things we did. And it's one of the reasons, uh, it's a major reason that we did not go along with Mitch McConnell's plan uh, that we just go ahead and add another $250 billion to the PPP without any set-asides for truly small business support. And mm. um, I know that, you know, the small businesses in Hawaii, they wanted to have this help and they couldn't get it. And if Mitch McConnell got his way, they would still not be getting it. Mm. So in this way, uh, we're spreading the uh, resources around more. And then the other big thing was that there are, there are a couple of loan programs under the SBA that ran out, like, I don't know, in, in days. And so we have added... Uh, $60 billion for the SBA's Economic Injury Disaster Loan, it's better known as IDLE, and then uh, another $10 billion in the Emergency Economic Injury Disaster Grant Programs. I mean, these are, it's long names, but you know, these, are, these are loans and grants that the businesses can apply directly to SBA. And so we added money to those programs. Okay. I know we're going to need to do more. What do you think does need to do be done more in addition? I, I, well, one of the things that our, I think several of our listeners asked about was whether there was going to be more stimulus checks coming. I don't think all of the stimulus checks that we put in uh, has reached people yet. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one thing that the COVID 3.5 didn't have any more of that. And we did put in $600 more per week for the UI benefits, which is only now getting out to the people in Hawaii. The first thing that we need to do is to get a better uh, handle on the spread of this virus. And the way to do that is to have adequate testing. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that we have been, and all the governors, I mean, I would say even the governors that uh, have been kind of slow to the... um, making certain decisions for the health and safety of their people. 
we all know that, that that we need to increase the testing capability throughout the country. We need to make sure that everybody has the adequate supplies of personal protective equipment. We need to know uh, what our hospital uh, hospital capacity is, ventilator capacity, you know, and all of that requires a national uh, approach. But that is not happening, and so. Uh, well, the Democrats in particular really wanted to create a national testing program. But what we got, because uh, the Trump people are very much against national testing, because that might make them responsible for this whole thing. And the president has already said, <laughs> this is not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So we put in $25 billion for a testing program. And of that, about $11, $11 billion is going to go to the states to help them with their their testing, their contact tracing, and all of that. So I know that the state of Hawaii will get some of that money through a formula. We haven't gotten the uh, word as to how much that might be. And then there's also set, set aside some uh, for $4.25 billion out of that money to go to the hotspots. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think from that perspective, Kauai would be considered. And then uh, we're directing the Health and Human Services to come up with a federal plan to assist the states with the testing within 30 days. I mean, this is the kind of thing that HHA, uh, Health and Human Services, is supposed to be doing already, Mm -hmm. but they're not. So this bill tells them, hey, develop a nationwide plan to help the states. What we would have preferred is a nationwide plan that they are, you know, uh, implementing and in charge of, Mm -hmm. and then helping all the states get the supplies that they need in a in a rational way. Yeah. So when I, I talk with the governor, mm-hmm. he's still saying he's competing with other states exactly. for the materials that he needs, which is totally ridiculous. Yeah, that was mentioned in a press conference a couple times, I think in the last week or so. I think Hawaii lost mm-hmm. to Utah in a bidding war over PPEs. Yeah. So we didn't get some. So that was like mind-blowing it, it to is, me. It is crazy. And this is why we... <laughs> And, you know, I don't want to politicize this, but I tell you that it's been like pulling teeth to get this uh, agreement uh, for both uh, COVID-3 as well as COVID-3.5 to focus much more on helping workers and uh, our communities and and minorities. So it's been like pulling teeth. But, you know, even things like getting the adequate testing and uh, getting the president to fully use his Defense Production Act powers, mm. which he does, and he kind of um, implemented it by requiring more ventilators, but he has not used the money that he that under which he can actually tell a, a manufacturer here, this is what you guys are going to manufacture. I mean, assuming that, of course, they're, they're going to uh, have the capacity to do it, and we'll pay you X amount. What he's done is of saying that, well, if you guys do manufacture this, we are first in line to purchase the item from you, mm. which is not what we have in mind. We we would like him to fully use the Defense Production Act to get the tests going, to do all of the things that should be done on national scale, because this is a national pandemic. It's an international pandemic. Mm. But we're not going to see that kind of leadership from the president anytime soon. And so we put in place at least some money to help the states get the materials they need because testing is a key. Mm. We're not going to be able to open up our economy unless we can have rapid testing so that uh, 
we and also the tracing capability um, so that we can identify and take care of the people who uh, are testing positive mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. least. But yeah. we're not there yet, and we're going to do our best. I hope this money will help our states mm. then get it, there. It, given that that is uh, the feeling, then how uh, would you react to So the mayor uh, here in Honolulu, of course, announced the extension of the stay-at-home, work-from-home orders uh, in light of needing more testing here in Honolulu and across the state. Yes. So I would imagine you are in agreement with that. You feel like that uh, keeping it in place uh, for another month is the right thing to do? That's a decision that I think uh, he, he based on what should, should uh, those, those kinds of decisions should be based on science and facts. Mm-hmm. Because first and foremost, this is a healthcare crisis yeah. you know, that's led to an economic uh, crisis. But first and foremost, it's a healthcare, and, th- and therefore, until we get a better handle on on the incidence of this virus in Hawaii, which fortunately is relatively low compared to other states, but mm-hmm. that could also be a function of uh, not enough testing capacity. But uh, I think that that is a responsible kind of decision for the mayor to have made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we're hearing rumbling that on the statewide level, that's probably going to happen as well. So, okay, okay. Senator, are you, uh, from your perspective, are you seeing or, or feeling like there's more of a sense of urgency for uh, both sides to work together? Because it seems like uh, sometimes it's like a left hand, right hand thing. Uh, do you feel like it's? One would uh, hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, do you feel like there's a little bit more of that? I mean, we're we're seeing some bipartisan movement with bills. Uh, you know, obviously with the uh, with the assistance uh, bills that are coming out. But I mean, going forward, do you feel like maybe they can carry this on and help to do more stuff? Because it it always seems like you guys are having to fight tooth and nail for just even a little inch of of something. Well, fortunately, we fought to the nail for the, for more than an inch of something, because uh, much as uh, Mitch McConnell would like to just shove things uh, through, he still needs 60 votes, and he doesn't have 60, so he needs to have us cooperate. But it would go a lot better. I have a sense of urgency. There are a lot of people. Uh, every day we see on the news our first responders and you know, all of our healthcare people. Many of them are immigrants, by the way, even as the president tries to continue to vilify Immigrants, but mm-hmm. many of our healthcare workers are immigrants. But every day there are people out there just uh, having the hardest, hardest time. And even in Hawaii, we have an unemployment rate on Oahu, which is unprecedented, something like 37%. So there's a sense of urgency. You would think that that will compel everybody to work together, but such is not necessarily the case. And I tell you, Mitch McConnell, if he last week or whenever it was that he had his $250 billion more for PPP, if he could have gotten it, he would have just gone off and that was it. And so the small businesses that didn't get their money the first time would have uh, just as hard a time the second time. So sadly, it's still uh, um, really hugely, <laughs> uh, how shall I say, uh, I, I'd like to see the time when we we can all come together. But I think the 200-pound gorilla mm-hmm. uh, in, in, the, in this whole situation is the president because uh, he uh, takes one. He t- one. He takes no responsibility, and two. He's making it really tough, even as he encourages protesters to be out in the streets and all these states carrying his the signs and all that. It's like a uh, 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 like a little rally for him that mm-hmm. really helps him. But he's encouraging people to go out and 
and act as though this is not a health care crisis throughout our country. We are going to need to reopen our economy, but it has to be done in stages. We're not going to just be able to turn on the light and everything's back to normal. No, it has to be based on facts and uh, data as to what's safe for our people. And even when our people get back to work, they're going to need protective uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, OSHA mm-hmm. has to come in and provide adequate protections for our workers so that they can come back and work safely. Yeah. I think that is a, a scenario. But first and foremost, uh, let's see what the prevalence of the of the viruses in our state and make sure that we have the hospital and healthcare capacity to take care of our people. 94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. And we are in the middle of our Kumu Kokua segment. Uh, we are talking story on the phone with Senator Maisie Hirono over in Washington, D.C. And she's updating us on what's happening with the coronavirus aid bill, the latest one, and a bunch of other things going on in Washington. And uh, so thank you again, Senator. Of course. Good yeah, to be absolutely. with you folks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, um, you know, in the last couple of days, we've also been talking in the news about uh, this uh, immigration ban that the president is trying to enact through executive order. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, <laughs> I can imagine what you think of that. But we were curious to know, you know, if you th- I think he's made allusions to protecting jobs and protecting America from the invisible you know, a threat of coronavirus. And I'm, I'm not sure what the connection is there with immigrants, but can you just talk for a moment about where you stand on that one, how you see it? He's continuing to go after immigrants, and he's been doing that since day one of his presidency with a first Muslim ban, which I'm proud that the state of Hawaii uh, was the first to, I think, challenge all the mm-hmm. way to the United States Supreme Court. But any time that he thinks that his numbers are down, because that's all he cares about, you know, he, he has, uh, I think it's been reported or observed uh, time and again that the man lacks all capacity for compassion. But what he does have a capacity for is self-preservation. And so anytime that he thinks that his numbers are down, he'll, he'll talk about immigration because his base is very, very anti-immigrant. And so he raises that, uh, that issue again, which is really not an issue and and uh, th- that makes him feel like he's got things under control, I suppose. But it's a total and huge distraction. It's, everybody should understand that uh, he is living up to what he said, that this is not my responsibility. I am not responsible. So he's living up to that. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, uh, he's got to get his base going, and he can't do any rallies. And this is why I think he really likes to watch all these people protesting, because it's like a virtual rally for the man. Yeah. But the rest of us. Has, have to be responsible. We have to look to data and science to make decisions to protect the health and safety of our people. So needless to say, the so-called uh, ban, it's not as though people are flocking into our country now, by the way, uh, but there, there's a big exception for ag workers, which to me is saying, well, I'm going to, nobody can come except the uh, people who work in our our um ag sector and give us food and you know they get paid very little and so it's what i call a totally exploitive attitude toward immigrants Mm, 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 and i i do not support his actions i do not support his attitude i do not support him 
So you think that that, so what you're saying is that that really, this is sort of like an opportunistic sort of a thing that he's doing as opposed to, it's not really related to COVID-19, but just kind of take advantage no. of the moment. It, exactly. Ah, oh, got it. But got you it. notice that every time he's in trouble or every time he needs a, a boost, he goes after immigrants. Mm. And believe me, they have suffered tremendously under this administration and this presidency. It's one of the reasons that uh, I put in a bill along with some of my colleagues, Kamala Harris, uh, a bill that would uh, uh, focus on how important it is for our immigrant community to access the help that is uh, that they should have available to them under both COVID-3 and COVID-3.5. So this is a bill that would uh, say you, know, you shouldn't be doing any more ICE raids and you should uh, uh, provide language services. We should support those advocacy community agencies that work with these immigrant communities and make sure that they are able to access the uh, the one-time payments as well as UI benefits and all the other things that should be coming to them as for, for any other uh, group of citizens. So there's a bill that I put in and I continue to focus on the need to make sure that our immigrant population gets the help they need. And, and of course, in Hawaii, we have a huge immigrant population. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a direct impact there. Okay, okay. And speaking of, you know, bringing it back to on the ground here in Hawaii, I'm curious with your office, um, are you getting a lot of calls? Like what are people concerned about when they are reaching out to you uh, in during this time of COVID-19? Like what kinds of calls are your uh, your office getting? We're getting calls from people who are applying for our unemployment insurance benefits mm -hmm. and the uh, UI office has been totally, totally inundate, inundated, so you know they can't get through to the office. And the UI office is uh, putting together, uh, they have uh, opened a new call center, so that should increase their capacity to respond to people who are calling. And they're also creating a new web-based system to be more uh, efficiently, to enable them to more efficiently process claims. But needless to say, with a uh, uh, 37% Unemployment in Honolulu, the, the, there was uh, uh, there was no way that the UI office had the capacity to deal with everybody. That they're going to do better, mm -hmm. but I think it's still going to be uh, a wait. Thankfully, the six hundred dollars uh, that the COVID three put for our UI benefits, in addition to whatever they would normally get from the state, is retroactive to April. And so they will be getting the money, but uh, I, I'm sorry that, you know, I, I, I know that people need the money. Uh, I wish that it could get out the door to them sooner. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. as I said, the $600 additional was a, a, a big um, negotiation, uh, negotiation factor for the Democrats because we wanted to make our workers as whole as possible through UI benefits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, um, some of that money, some of the $600 is, is is getting to people, I think, in Hawaii only this week. Mm. Yeah. Wow. A lot yeah. of people are saying they didn't get it yet. Hawaii, yeah, yeah uh, Hawaii's UI system was not, not the only system. Most state systems were really uh, hard-pressed to uh, modernize and to increase their IT capability and all of that. And when you look at uh, what... The modernization would cost. I'm told that it will take about thirty to fifty billion to upgrade the IT systems of Whoa. all the UI state offices, mm. and the, so uh, 
Right now, the uh, COVID-3 had some money to help the states with uh, some of the modernization. It's mm-hmm. not anywhere near $50 billion, but we must start somewhere. And so uh, I hope that money is um, being utilized to uh, hire more people and do what the state needs to do to uh, to respond mm-hmm. to all of the claimants. Mm. So all these unemployment, the, these pe- you were saying that uh, unemployment issues are the thing that people are calling your office about the most? Is it that yeah. people are just frustrated well, that they that, can't that's get through? One of the, for, for individuals, mm-hmm. that's probably the highest. For businesses, they uh, we got calls from people who are applying for the IDLE, you know, Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, and mm-hmm. that went up. That that was probably gone in the first week, and then the businesses also called about uh, another another program, the Emergency Loan Program. So we, COVID two point five does add another fifty billion to the IDLE program, and then ten billion for the Emergency Grant Program. Mm-hmm. Those are all directly uh, through the SBA. Okay. Yeah. So those. So it's those it's those loans and those grant programs that the small businesses in our community um, really called about, and then they also called about whether there's going to be any more money for the Paycheck Protection Program. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yes, we added 310 billion and set aside 60 billion for community lenders, so okay. more small businesses would actually get this money. Okay, that's, oh, that's so good those to are know. Probably the top. Those are the top three. Yeah. A cluster of questions that people have called my office about. Okay. Well, that's helpful to know, especially like with the businesses. So, uh, as you mentioned, 11,000, about 11,000 businesses in Hawaii got served with the first round. But I had heard some reports yes. that there are at least 11,000 more businesses in the pipeline oh, yes. just applied, and many yeah. more have not even applied yet. There were about 22,000 or so businesses that applied, mm-hmm. uh, that submitted their applications in the state of Hawaii, and about 11 million of them got to or 11,000 yeah and i hope mm-hmm. that i hope the money has gotten to them by now but uh, yes the need is still there yeah in hawaii as yeah. well as in the rest of the country it's Devin and esme on the rise and drive on 94 7 kumu 94 7 kumu kokua because kumu cares very happy to have with us this morning senator Maisie hirono uh, dialing into us actually from Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. because uh, she was just in session, and I, I had a question about that, Senator. Before we get to uh, some of the listener questions, um, how mm-hmm. how have things changed for you folks uh, with regards to session and stuff like that? Because you you know you're trying to keep the social distance. Well, we're all teleworking. Okay. So all of our staff, and then if I do have to go in. Uh, which I haven't done quite a while, but um, Chuck Schumer, for example, was on the floor of the Senate yesterday, mm-hmm. and we, we really maintain social distancing, but mo- all of our offices, as far as I know, are set up to do teleworking, and I'm grateful for that because there are a lot of people who don't have that option. Right, definitely. Okay. So I talk yeah. with my staff every day, and every day is like a regular work day. I start, uh, my staff starts at 9, and they, they keep going, and so do I. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that. Wow. Definitely. Wow. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Um, uh, uh, with the last few minutes that we have with you, Senator, um, we wanted to do two things. Number one is to uh, address just a few of the questions that our Kumu listeners have sent in to us to uh, ask of you. And then um, also and then just get, you know, real quickly, uh, just kind of an overview looking forward to what else might be coming down the pike uh, from Congress moving forward. Um, one of our Kumu listeners, Robert in Manoa, says he's really 
really frustrated because he still hasn't got his um, his stimulus checks, and he is supposed to get. He thinks he's supposed to get twenty four hundred for him and his wife plus a thousand dollars because five or I, I guess for uh, five hundred dollars for each of his two kids. And he does not know mm-hmm. what to do because he's been trying to get through with the IRS. The website is not really helping him. He says, and um, I, I realize it's an individual constituent question, but I, not the only person who's asked us this. So uh, wondered from the from you know from the senator's point of view, what kinds of advice you would give to him can you contact my office and we will uh, do our best to follow up we can't make somebody do something but we can certainly uh, find out what you know what what the time frame may be etc and I think that there was a way that the, the Treasury I think put up a um, I should check this but I thought that the Treasury had put up a a site where they could yeah. track mm-hmm. when There's a portal. they might get their checks. Yeah, There's I think Devin portal. tried it though. So Dev- I, <laughs> what, what, what happened? The yeah, portal, the what IRS. Happened? Yeah, that that online oh, portal. Yeah, what the happened online when you portal tried? told me, "Oh, sorry, we can't get your information." <laughs> and I went, "What?" Because Devin hasn't received no. his either. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up because you know I, I didn't want to get uh, <laughs> scoldings about not being Robert, patient. My number, my number is five two two eight nine seven zero. That's your so office here in Hawaii. That is my Hawaii Hawaii office number. Please call us, and we'll do our best to help you. One more time, the telephone number five two two five two two eight nine seven zero. Okay. And constituents can call there to to get some guidance on yeah. that. Okay, that's very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. um, we had another listener, uh, June in Aliamanu, asking about whether something can be done about when military uh, when our soldiers come back getting a better reception. She said uh, her uncle came back, and they had to be you know quarantined right away with no I guess no. Um, celebration or anything which she understands because you know everybody has to be quarantined when they come back into Hawaii but she feels like our veterans deserve more she's asking if anything can be done about that they do deserve more except that we're in a situation where none of the normal ways of expressing our support can happen so you know I I send my thanks to um, uh, June's uncle Mm -hmm. and I um, if there's some ways that we can do it, I'd be really, uh, I'd be very open to figuring out uh, what to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one thing I can, one thing I can do is that I, I have begun doing the, uh, using the videos and Zoom and, and all of that. And I can certainly uh, record a video of thanks. Oh, I mean, Those are some of the things that I can do. We just have to all do the social distancing part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I and would, then I can also, yeah. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I'm, if she had suggestions, because I, I, her letter goes on a little bit, maybe she could, should she contact your office if she has suggestions about that? So, who's June's uncle? <laughs> I don't know, she didn't name him. <laughs> I mean, she, see, I would be, so, uh, one of the things I do is, uh, uh, I write letters to people. <laughs> oh, Oh um, gosh! And if she wants to give me her uncle's name and address, I will be happy to uh, uh, write a letter of thanks, uh, just as a as a, you know, a representative of all of our our people who are uh, are in our military. And mm-hmm. I serve on the Armed Services Committee, so I care very much about what's happening to uh, our military 
uh, service people and their families. And in fact, I'm going to have later on today a conference call with all of the members of the Senate Armed Services Committee put on by the chair of the committee. And we will be asking about, my question to them will be, you know, what are they hearing from the families as to the the, the uh, most concerns that they're expressing and what is the military doing? What is the Department of Defense doing mm. to meet those concerns? Yeah, yeah, we have such so a she, large she, presence here. She wants to let me know somehow, mm. you know, who her uncle, what what the name is and the address. I, I would love to just be able to send a note to him. Okay, I'll send a reminder to her because she, she reached out to okay. us uh, via social sure. media, so I'll let her know. Okay, oh, that sounds yeah. good. All right, did you, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Senator, uh, moving forward, and I know we only have you for a few more minutes, but uh, did you care to uh, let us know uh, or at least give us a little peek about what might be coming down the pike from Congress next? You said this was, this yeah. this particular bill is 3.5, so what what's coming in yeah. for? So, <laughs> I'm hoping for COVID-4, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, uh, I hope uh, that will include money for infrastructure so that we can put people to work, um, money to help state and counties with mm-hmm. their huge budget shortfalls, and, and uh, talking with the governor, I know that uh, we're heading for a potential $1.5 billion or so shortfall in revenues because, of course, we're a very tourism a reliant state and the tourism numbers are, are way, way, way down. So mm-hmm. I hope I had wanted money for state and counties in COVID 3.5, but uh, the Republicans really resisted. And the good news is that yesterday the uh, Trump indicated that he would be supportive of of helping the governors and the the, con- the counties. Now the Trump can change his mind at any moment, but I'm <laughs> hopeful that this is one that he won't do that. And then we need to provide support for the postal service because. If we don't, if they get, if they don't get some financial support, uh, they're going to close, and that means that we're not going to be able to do mailing ballots, and that's very critical at this time when, when you see people in Wisconsin standing in line exposing themselves to the virus, uh, just so they could vote. That is not the way we should be doing things. So, you know, we need to help the postal service. Not to mention, I know lots of seniors in Hawaii. I think they still get their social security checks through the mail mm-hmm. and the, the Democrats are pushing for a heroes fund. So that would be money to support our first uh, frontline workers. And then um, the, our election is coming right down the pike yes. and we need to, uh, we need to really push for a vote by mail. Mm-hmm. And that means money for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hawaii is doing what you're talking about nationwide. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of stuff to that's a lot of stuff to try to tackle, Senator. Well, the next bill is gonna to have to be pretty big, I would say, because it has some long term kinds of support in there, such as for infrastructure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Wow. And then since I, I hope I have a few more minutes, but of course, the, of course. the main Absolutely. thing is that you know, we should all be safe, be kind and, and a special shout out to uh, uh, our grocery workers, our janitorial people, our pharmacy people, you know, all the people who are um, keep helping us keep food on the table and do, this, do the kinds of things that we don't thank them enough for. And, of course, this is in addition to the, all of our healthcare people. But really, every time I go to the little corner grocery store here, um, which is run by immigrants, by the way, <laughs> they do a good job. But I always thank them for staying open and, and keeping us going. But all those unsung heroes out there, I want to extend my thanks and aloha. Yeah, definitely. And we should all be kind to each other. 
<laughs> we I need know, more right? of that for yeah. sure. Yes. And thank you, Senator, yeah, for giving us this time. We really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. You folks take care. And, and to all your listeners, thank you so much. Stay safe, be kind, and aloha. <laughs> 